Welcome to the Own Your Choices, Own Your Life podcast. I know you are here wanting to change and rewrite your story. You are desiring to step into the impact that you know you were here to create. I am here to guide you with the proven tools and strategies used by myself and our speakers to support you in taking radical responsibility in your life and learning how to own your choices to change your story. My name is Marsha Van Weinsberg. I am a storytelling business coach, master NLP trainer, speaker, podcaster, and seven times published author. My clients have found freedom and purpose from overcoming their shame stories and learning how to share them with the world. I am so grateful you are here. Let's get started. Welcome back to the show. This is a Monday episode. We're going to talk a little bit about our thoughts and how they're actually a lie. Like just, I want that to land for you before we even start is maybe it's time you start questioning the thoughts that you're having, the thoughts that keep popping up, the limiting ones that are there and see them for what they are. They actually are a lie. Most of our thoughts are a repeat from the day before. The actual numbers are, I believe we average over 60,000 thoughts a day. Of those 60,000, 90% are repetitive from the day before and 80 to 90% of those are negative. So just think about that. <laughs> You've got like 10, 10% of your thoughts are not negative a day. And we're repeating them the same every single day, back to back to back. So I want to cover a little bit of information here to support you in this, because I know this is something that pops up for me all the time. And I'm grateful that I have built the tools in subconscious reprogramming and understanding what my brain is actually trying to do and recognize that it's actually not a villain. It's not like out to get me or to stop me from having success. It just literally wants to keep me safe and protected, but that's not what I came here for. And I know that, and I know that's not why you're here. And so I want you to know that what would change in your life if you could look at your thoughts with a different lens, if you could change your lens and see that they're just trying to protect you and keep you safe. And then maybe through that process, not give them so much weight to decide if you are or aren't going to move forward to create change in your life. How would that feel? And how would your life unfold differently because of it? See, we're all conditioned, like we're all conditioned. Actually, we're just like little sponges being conditioned by our environment all day long, every day. You're not sure about that? Open up your algorithm, see what pops up. Whatever pops up there is literally what you are looking at every single day, every single day. And I mean, you all, we've all done it. You go to Google and you search something, you go to Facebook and Instagram, there it is. That's what's happening. Our brain, our subconscious mind is like an algorithm that's playing over and over and over. So if it's negative thoughts that pop up, then the brain's like, all right, you want, you want reminders of all the times that this has been true? Here you go. And it'll show you all your worst case scenarios. It will show you the times that things have not worked out well. And I think I will, I really don't love using the word failure because I do think that that gives a label to an experience where you learned a lesson. 
And so I don't think it is a very powerful or empowering word to use. And so if we stop and think about it, we are literally being conditioned all the time through our experiences, our lessons, the people around me, education, society, social media, things that we see and how we perceive them. And that then becomes conditioned in us for those responses. And so our thoughts are really a representation of the conditioning that we have walked through, what we've experienced, what we've learned, how we have internalized it. Because we also know that two people can stand side by side, have the exact same experiences, the same conditioning, and both perceive their situation differently. I always love the story of the two brothers who were raised by parents, and this is a true story. I don't have the names or details, but they they were raised by parents who both had very serious addictions and both kids ended up being in um, foster care. When they grew up, one of them went on, became a lawyer, did all of these things in his life. The other one ended up in prison and issues with addiction. And when they were both interviewed and said, like, why did you turn out this way? Why did you choose this? And they both said, look at how I was raised. So you can literally be in a space where you're both experiencing the exact same thing and have different reactions to it. So conditioning is a big part of it. But how we internalize those those lessons, those messages affect our conditioning, which then affect our reality and how we perceive everything that's happening around us. And so your thoughts in your head, I'm sorry to say this, they're literally imagination. They're made up from everything that you've walked through up until now. They're not you. They're not real. They're only thoughts. And I want you just to call them that. They're just thoughts. That's all they are. They're just thoughts. Don't make them mean more that you can or cannot do whatever you're here to do. The real you, the challenge is, is that the only person that you spend 24 hours a day with every single day, day in, day out, year after year, decade after decade is yourself. So the person that is listening to those thoughts is you. And that is why they have so much power. That is why they have so much power. I often say, who would you let talk to you that way? And every single time people say, oh my God, not a soul. I would never let them talk to me that way. But you're doing that to yourself and you're internalizing that. And so it gets really hard to sift through all of the negative chatter and decide what's what's true, what's real, what's not. Combine that with all of the filters that happen. That's just conditioning. Now we got like 2.3 million bytes of information a second. We have filters going. You don't need a picture. It's like this big sift that is where a sieve that we are constantly sifting through. Those filters are changing all day long, every single day. You know, everything from like our beliefs, our emotions. I mean, how are we, how's our health? How we rested? What are we walking through? What are we experiencing? All of these things can affect us every single day. And so I just want you to be able to stop for a second and say, it's just a thought. That's all it is. It's just a thought. It doesn't mean I'm doomed for failure. It doesn't mean it's never going to happen for me. It doesn't mean that this is what I've got. This is all I'm ever going to do. Those are lies. 
believing in those lies, I say this with so much love, believing in those lies is a choice. It's a choice. The more you can learn about yourself and understand how your brain is working and it's trying to just keep you safe and keep you in this like safe little tiny box that's the box in your own body, you're doing it to yourself. The more you recognize that and see that, then you can come from a space of giving them less power. You will recognize that your thoughts have less power. So how can you see them differently? right? How can you see them differently? What if you look at it and say your thoughts are merely just like like objects in your mind, like sounds, perceptions, feelings, ideas, then they're just things. They're just happening. The more you can increase awareness to them, that's when you're going to change them. You have to have the awareness without the shame. Like stop going, there we are again. This is what's happening. That's shame. That's only keeping it there for longer. And so how can you pick some kind of imagery for you that works? Like a cloud, like a cloud that's like, there's another one and there it goes. Yep, thank you. And off it goes. I don't need it again, right? Let it go and let it fly past. I actually have this conversation in my mind where I recognize that it's there. And I'm like, I see you. I know what you're doing. And I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm safe. I don't need you right now. I'm good. I'm good. I know what I'm doing. And so acknowledging it instead of resisting it is one way to prevent it from like becoming this massive snowball that takes off so much power, right? We want to, we want to decrease the power that we're giving it. That starts with acknowledging that they're there, acknowledging that they're there. Mel Robbins, I use this all the time. She calls her thoughts by a different name. So if you've got a name, sorry, a lot of times it's Sally and they, it's like, on the shoulder, I can see you and I hear you, Sally. I know what you're doing. I'm good. I'm safe. By calling it a different name, you have given it a different identity, a different identity from yourself. And as humans, it is at the identity level where we create the most change in our life. We tend to go after things at the level of like habits. You know, if I just set the goals right, if I just put my clothes out, if I just did this, if I had a better vision board, then I would be able to create the results. But if you put those habits in place, but you don't believe that you have the ability to have that identity and you don't work at the identity level, you will never sustain it. You will never sustain it. So it is creating change at the identity level is where it really starts from. So how do we navigate this? Acknowledging it, see it, call it somebody different, give it a different name and find a way, an analogy, a metaphor that works for you. Sometimes I call them like intrusive thoughts. I literally stop and think, wow, I'm, I am stepping into something big here, which means it's scary. And my ego is like, are you crazy? Are you crazy? You you've never done that before. You can't do that, right? You can't do that. And I often stop and I'm like, okay, I spent years listening to you, but I'm good now. I'm good now. Thank you for showing up. I actually don't need you right now. I'm good. I've got this. I focus on where I'm going. Our thoughts can only do one of two things. They replay the past or they predict the future. That is literally it. So give yourself a fighting chance and how can you reframe it to predict the future? So here's another thing and a tool from NLP. When it comes to reframing, When you say the words like can't, shouldn't, just, whenever it's like I can't do something, you've 
cut a part of yourself off and you can't even see possibility now. So again, the universe could show up at your door and go, this is what you asked for. And you're like, no, 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 can't do it because I see, I just said I can't. And you've blocked yourself from an incredible opportunity that might be right there. So reframing is very powerful. I often use, actually I use reframing every single day, but I use it with clients all the time. How can you reframe the sentence differently? When you can reframe it into the what if possibilities, or wouldn't it be cool if possibilities, what happens is your subconscious mind just opens up for possibilities. It opens up to see what is potentially there. Now all of a sudden the doors open. It's like, huh, there actually is possibilities that it takes practice, but that's a big piece of it is reframing it, reframing it to see what is possible as opposed to replaying the past that becomes very, very powerful. Another one is dissociating. So dissociating means recognizing that you are not your thoughts. Your thoughts are a lie. They're just trying to keep you safe. And just because you haven't done it yet, yet is a very powerful word in the English language. Just because you haven't done it yet doesn't mean you can't do it. You just haven't done it yet. What if the one person who is meant to cross your path and help you create that change is available for you, but you're not even allowing yourself to stay open to connect with them? What happens then? So how can you see that differently? Reframing, dissociating, zooming out. Zooming out is another form of dissociating. Remove yourself from your thoughts. Picture that you, that's your child, that's your best friend. Having this conversation, would you talk to them that way? And 99.99% of the time, the answer is no. And so dissociating and saying like, okay, that's obviously not how I want to talk to myself. That's not what I want to do and see it separately. And you can start to recognize that I am the one that is giving my thoughts power. Not only are you giving your thoughts power, if you acknowledge that your thoughts are like 90% of the time, a negative lie that you're telling yourself, you are giving the lies more power. You are giving the lies more power and you're keeping yourself stuck for longer. If that's okay with you, great, you're succeeding. If it's not okay with you, these are some of the things that you can apply in order to create change. And so I want you to recognize like you have so much personal power and in you and when you can learn to have your thoughts work with you as opposed to against you, you will open up so much possibility in your life, so much possibility, so much potential in your life that you will create the change that you are here to create, right? You really, really will. So recognize that they're alive, see them for what they are, understand you are repeating negative thoughts every single day see them differently. How can you reframe them? How can you acknowledge that they're just there trying to keep you safe? How can you dissociate from them? See them differently. Acknowledge that they are just part of your process to try and keep you safe. How can you focus, change your filters and focus on the direction that you're going in and what you're here to create and like step up swinging and going for it, like playing full out. Oh, what's the quote? You, the quote about the only hits that you don't take are the ones that you don't try, right? 
I know I butchered that, but if you step up to the plate with a half-ass swing and you're like, see, this is not meant for me, then you're not even giving yourself a chance. What if you could own it and like literally say, like, I know my mind is trying to keep me safe, but I'm not here for that. And I'm ready to see what can open and who I can connect with and how this can all come to life and stepping up and actually going after it, giving yourself a fighting chance. You will shock yourself. You will absolutely shock yourself with what is available and what you're capable of doing. And I want you to know that understanding your mindset, how your thoughts are a lie and how to reprogram your subconscious for success will change the game for you. It 100% will change the game for you. So I have been bundling and creating subconscious reprogramming tools, hypnosis and um, subliminals to support your subconscious mind to build it to be able to receive and open to receiving success and what you're here to create. I've been doing this for clients for the last three years, and I'm now just starting to put these bundles together for you. So there is in the show notes, there is a tool for subconscious reprogramming for building your self-beliefs. There's one hypnosis, two subliminals. Subliminals are the best. I listen to them all the time while I'm working. You are not meant to hear the messages your subconscious mind hears it and it will land with repetition. So those are available. If you want to give it a try, it's in the show notes. And I'm telling you, this is the work that we do in Outspoken, the coaching certification, and then write your damn book where we are bringing these tools into helping people to share their story and get it out into the world. Because doing this without recognizing the tools of subconscious reprogramming is literally you are making the journey so much more harder than what it needs to be. And it's time for it to become easier. It's time for it to become more effortless than what it ever has been. And I'm always cheering you on. So I would love to know how this episode lands. I believe in you and I know I'm telling you it's possible when you start to recognize that your thoughts are actually a lie and you have far more control with them than what you think you do. Have an incredible day. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Own Your Choices, Own Your Life. If you love this episode, I invite you to tag me on social media with your takeaways or share it with a friend. Please, if you feel called, take 30 seconds to leave a five-star review and I will be forever grateful. Until next time, remember when you own your choices, you truly own your life.